Hey family, this is Shannon Jackson, the People's Nurse. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Living Your Life Without Limits. And today we're going to be talking about arthritis because it's National Pain Awareness Month. And I have a special guest joining me from the Arthritis Foundation, none other than Nick Turkis, who is the Senior Director of Patient Education and Community Connection. Stay tuned. Wake up everybody, let's elevate your mind. Once again, Nick, thank you so much for joining us here on Living Your Life Without Limits. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and it is such a pleasure to be here with the People's Nurse. I'm so excited to talk about arthritis and some solutions for people living with it. Well, it's a very important subject matter. As we know, September is Pain Awareness Month, and what's interesting about this is that I uh, I don't think I don't know anyone who doesn't have arthritis. Uh, let me just say that way. Instead of saying I don't know anyone who has it, I don't know anyone who doesn't have it. And that range from a lot of age groups. So what I found very interesting before we dive into it, as I looked onto your website, where it said nearly 60 million adults are diagnosed with arthritis. And one out of four adults have a form of type of arthritis and 300,000 children with juvenile arthritis. Wow. Unbelievable. Run me through these numbers and run me through arthritis. This was so, like shocking to know that the numbers were so broad. They they are shocking. Like you said, you know, there are millions of people living with arthritis. And, you know, more than just a number, arthritis is something that affects people very profoundly. You know, the pain from arthritis is significant. And I think a lot of people dismiss arthritis pain. And that's not fair because arthritis is the number one cause of disability in the U.S., number one cause of disability. So it affects people very profoundly. And not only is it very painful, but it's also very expensive, right? You know, it affects people, their ability to work, uh, their ability to provide for their family, medical bills that they may experience. So arthritis is very prevalent. Arthritis is very serious and it's very expensive. So that's why it's really important that people understand their arthritis and know about resources to help manage it. I love this. And I know you've been in this field with your organization for over 20 plus years. So you have a vast uh, knowledge base with this, as well as an awareness. Kind of walk us through here with many people when they talk about arthritis as a whole, you know, you remember your grandmothers and okay. different things They used to kind of make a little joke out of it, but just to kind of get through the pain, like, oh, there's my Arthur. That's right. You know, Arthur affected me. They kind of short name it as my Arthur. And many people often equate it to just like the knees. That's right. When in fact, it's broader than that, right? And some people right. think, oh, it's just my knees and the weather, when the weather is uh, overly hot or overly cold, that they really feel these symptoms. But kind of drill us into this a little bit more on... Sure. What is your organization doing in terms of this two-part question? One, raising awareness about it and the treatment options uh, with it and um, how to provide support. So I'm going to give right. you the floor for so, these two questions here. 
Arthritis is an umbrella term for more than a hundred different diseases. So any disease that affects the joint is in the arthritis family. So mm -hmm. when I talk to people about arthritis, people will say, oh, I have arthritis. And I usually follow up and say, what type of arthritis do you have? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will sort of say, oh yeah, the, the kind in my knees or the kind that hurts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they sort of, you know, shrug it off, but it's really important to understand what type of arthritis you have because different types of arthritis are treated very differently. You know, the osteoarthritis or the, the wear and tear arthritis that is the most common is, is one form, but there are folks living with rheumatoid arthritis, living with psoriatic arthritis, living with lupus. These are autoimmune diseases that are treated very differently from osteoarthritis. So if you don't know what you have, you can't have a game plan to manage it, right? And some of these inflammatory forms of arthritis, if you don't aggressively treat them, you could end up with permanent joint damage. So it's really important to talk with your doctor. We've talked about a game plan. You know, your healthcare provider, your doctor has really got to be in your corner and starting with, what do I have? And then what are we going to do about it? Because you need to be diagnosed. And then you really need to think about how you're going to manage it, whether it's medically manage it. And then what are you going to do to self-manage it? Is it physical activity? Is it is it stress reduction? Is it better sleep? Is it better nutrition? There are lots of things that you can do to improve your health, but you need to take part in your own health care. I agree with that. And that's what we love to talk about here with Living Your Life Without Limits is actually putting the ownership back on the individual to co-partner and manage, whether it be a chronic disease or preventative of some form of illness or disease, not just kind of leave it out there for someone to treat for you. So kind of going back on what you said about what type you have, I thought that was very great that you brought that out because many people don't even realize, like you said, there's over a hundred types mm -hmm. of different forms of arthritis, let alone with getting it diagnosed. So what would you recommend if if a person start feeling some sort of treatment uh, to, to, to begin to seek treatment? Because many people in um, underdeserved communities, a lot of times just deal with stuff. That's right. That's right. Due to limited resources or don't have a, a, a primary health care provider, they don't have insurance. So they just kind of deal with it and just uh, I don't feel good. It's an ache right. or a pain or whatever it is. And I've had it for so long. And I agree with you. We shouldn't have to deal with it. We should have to have solutions to help us feel better and make it work for us. But what, what are some recommendations that you have that if people are experiencing certain symptoms that they should begin to seek out some level of support. That's right. So if you are experiencing pain in a joint that's lasts more than two weeks, it's not a muscle sprain. It's not a, you know, a sprain, but this is pain that, that is recurring over that two week period. You need to talk to your doctor and ask them, you know, you know, what is the cause of this, you know, pain? And they can first diagnose your arthritis, but don't stop there. Don't stop with the diagnosis because then say, you know, what can I do to manage this pain? Now there's no cure for arthritis, but there are lots of things that you and your doctor can do to reduce the pain. Now it may be increasing uh, 
physical activity with, you know, stretching and strengthening exercises. It may be using heat and cold treatments. It may be a stretching regimen. It may be using braces uh, or just, you know, more rest. But you need to start talking about what are some solutions and what are some things that you can do um, on top of are there medications that can help, maybe anti-inflammatory medications. There are shots that you can you can also get to help with inflammation, but there are lots of options out there, but find out what it is and then talk to your doctor about a game plan. And another one that I found very interesting when I was searching the website, preparing for this episode, how it also goes back to diet. I said almost every disease that is out there has a diet connection or association with what we eat. And recommending a Mediterranean diet was one of the things that I was looking at. And I said, we just can't get around that. We just cannot get around (laughs) having, I mean, it's just whatever we do, whether it be cardiac or any other form of disease, uh, diabetes or any type of chronic condition or inflammatory condition, diet raises his head, forcing us to really have to look at what we're putting in our bodies. What are we eating to help play a role in managing that? And many people may not be aware of that diet uh, can help in some ways with their arthritis pain. Can you speak on that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. You know, proper nutrition, you know, there is is so important for arthritis care, A, because there are some foods that can increase inflammation and a Mediterranean diet is, is a good diet that is not going to exacerbate inflammation in your body. But more importantly, if we are eating too much of any food, and we are gaining weight, if we put extra weight is a major risk factor for osteoarthritis. So the more we carry puts extra stress on our hips and on our knees, those are the joints that are most often replaced, right? So if we could have, uh, in fact, for every one uh, pound, we are overweight is an extra four pounds of pressure on the knees. So the good news is just losing five, 10 pounds can take a substantial amount of pressure off your off your knees uh, or off of your joints. So um, there's definitely something to say about nutrition, but also a healthy weight as well. I know I work with a lot of orthopedic surgeons. I've done home health space for a long time uh, prior to even starting the um, my own coaching business. And one of the main things when it came to those knees in particular, they would always recommend people lose weight. Mm-hmm. before even having the surgery, That's right. get some of the weight down, the outcomes and the success of the surgery, the total knee replacements were better for people that helped with their weight reduction. So absolutely. You know, we all know well about, we all know about rehab after the surgery, yes. but there's this concept of prehab, you know, what is the, what are the work that I'm going to do maybe beforehand to increase my muscle strength, in, you know, reduce my weight, you know, you know, get my home ready, you know, get for, for post-surgery. So getting yourself ready can help with the, the outcomes after the surgery. So that's definitely true. And um, I like how you mentioned there's, there's not a cure for arthritis, at least not yet, but there is management. And I think what I hear you saying, and we want to bring home to the viewer and listening audience is that quality of life with this disease is possible, 
but it takes some self-discipline and some ongoing commitment to lifestyle changes and doing the things that we need to do to help keep ourselves healthy. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's absolutely right. So the arthritis foundation knows that uh, arthritis can be limiting. It can keep you from doing the things that you love. It can keep you from uh, work. It could keep you from travel. It could keep you from shopping. But we say we want you to live yes. We want you to say yes more, right? We want more yeses in your life. And there are tools from the Arthritis Foundation starting just at our website at arthritis.org where you can find lots of information about your disease. We actually have a helpline where you can call or email questions about your arthritis especially if you're having difficulty managing, if you have questions about your healthcare provider, if you're having issues with your insurance, paying for medications, you can call our helpline at 1-800-283-7800 and talk to our trained staff. We even have a licensed clinical social worker on that team that can answer questions. But we also have a community of connect groups. These are support groups and they meet online and in the community because there's nothing like having a person across the table or across the screen that instantly gets it. They are your community to ask questions, to share, to learn, to, you know, that you're going through on that journey with together to, you know, to better understand because you need times where you can lean on someone who, who's, who really understands it because with arthritis, there are so many people that just sort of think, it's just arthritis. It's not a big deal. They, you know, maybe even your family doesn't really understand, but we have communities throughout the U.S. where you can meet up and, and have those meaningful conversations and share resources and share stories. And so we really invite folks to, to take part in those communities. I really love that because it could be very isolating and depressing for people as well because they can't, they feel like they can't move. They can't do what they want to do or, you know, so some of them become recluse or become very depressed because they aren't able to move or it's so much pain for them to get up and do about. They just rather not do it. So I'm so glad to hear that. I was going to ask you those questions about where they can find it. You've already answered that. So thank you for that. But how, tell me a little bit about if if it's an individual, say, don't have any money to mm-hmm. maybe buy medications or to seek out support, do you have any resources available on the site as well that can offer support to people that may be financially challenged or don't have a primary care physician that can really help manage them? Sure. So it's important to know that the resources on our website are free. And, you know, that information is free. We also have a webinar series. We're always having healthcare providers and world-class subject matter experts share information about managing their arthritis, but also understanding their their, their insurance benefits or how to um, access medication or work with their healthcare provider. We have a podcast as well. We ought to get you on there. Uh, we, uh, I'd to, love to. <laughs> yeah, share, share great information. Uh, and then we uh, have those uh, connect groups, like I said, where those supportive communities that are meeting. And again, that helpline is so important because, you know, it's available 24-7. You can email in a question and you're going to get an answer uh, within a day. You're, you can call 
and you're talk to a real live human being about your arthritis, about, you know, are there exercise programs in my community or is there a rheumatologist and that's an exercise uh, and uh, arthritis specialist in my community? You know, where is uh, upcoming support groups? So you can talk to, talk to folks and they are going to get you hooked up with services. But if you're having pay, having trouble paying for medication, um, having trouble accessing a procedure, maybe it's even a surgery, you know, that team is really tuned into other community resources, public health resources, pri other charities, private funded organizations that can help folks that, you know, are without means um, to find the resources to get the care that they deserve. Excellent. I love it. So um, what if somebody wants to donate to provide support? I mean, you know, to they may not necessarily have their time or even if they have time, how can they donate either their time or want to financially contribute to the organization to continue absolutely. the free work? So there's definitely, you know, we will we will take your money. You know, we will absolutely put it to good use and invest it in our mission. And there's lots of ways uh, to give online or, um, you know, old fashioned check. But other ways to get involved as a volunteer, um, we have an advocacy uh, volunteer team, and that group of folks talks to legislators and policymakers and shares their story about their arthritis and maybe barriers that they've experienced. We have a lot of legislative wins around reducing barriers to care, whether it's step therapy or prior authorization, and even the new Inflation Reduction Act, which actually has some help for people on Medicare to access medications. The Arthritis Foundation was involved in the lobbying for that legislation. So we'll, we, we can always use those folks. But then if you want to have a, you know, you want to volunteer and you want to have a lot of fun, you know, our Jingle Bell Run is the, the largest holiday themed uh, 5K in the country. And there are, you know, uh, races and walks all across the U.S. And, you know, there's a a small fee to get involved in that race and you get a shirt and all that fun stuff. And so there are lots of different ways to get involved in the foundation, whether you're interested in, you know, um, getting involved a little or a lot. That sounds exciting. I love the theme of the jingle bell. I'd love to see I you like in a holiday that. sweater. Check that one out. <laughs> your I used gear. to work the marathon in LA. I worked at a hospital back in the day, talking 30 years in this industry. And I was a chief nursing officer. And we used to host the marathon race that they did. And we were one of the tents at the end where we would do the medic uh, support. I tell you, some of those people weren't in shape to be running. Oh, we had bet, to yeah. <laughs> transport some people out. So in doing that, you got to be prepared uh, physically as well as mentally. So Nick, before we close this out, is there any other final words you want to leave uh, to express the importance and value of us talking about this subject matter? So it really yeah, absolutely. Uh, lends its ear and attention to folks because we really want to uh, let people appreciate not only the work that you are doing, but the importance of arthritis. What would that be? I would say it's time to take arthritis seriously, you know, for, for the community, right? People living with arthritis, understanding what they're going through, but also your own joint pain, because it's important to realize that if I have pain in my knees, pain in my hips, and it's keeping me from being active, if, it, if I'm finding myself in the recliner more and more, well, then we can start to gain weight. 
we can start to develop cardiovascular issues, we can develop high blood uh, sugar, and a whole host of other chronic diseases can manifest because we're not taking care of our, our joints. And so I would just encourage everyone to listen to their body and to listen to that joint pain and don't ignore it and don't, don't give up an opportunity to make that appointment with your healthcare provider and create a plan to manage your pain and improve your health. Because if you do that, you're going to live life without limits. I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well said. Just before doing that, I thought about this one thing about, I don't want to leave this conversation without talking about juvenile arthritis, because mm. I think many people still don't understand that. Let's, before we close that out, close us out with juvenile arthritis and talk to us a little bit about that. You know, I, I met a child with arthritis that told me uh, that she couldn't open her Christmas presents because the pain in her hands were so, was so severe. And it, it really stuck with me. You know, children uh, can get arthritis. You can get arthritis at any age, but for children, it is that autoimmune version of arthritis. It's very severe. They have to take very high powered medications to manage their disease. But the good news is that there are treatments and, and kids can live active uh, lives if they are being treated. Uh, but, but know that it is, um, you know, one of the most common chronic conditions affecting kids. And we really need to, to do right, right by our kids to make sure that they have access to the health care that they need and get the, the treatments that they need to make sure that they can enjoy their life just as much as, as everyone else. What are some of the early ages that you're seeing as it relates to juvenile I mean, arthritis? You, you that... could, I mean, as early as, you know, under one year old, it can, wow. it can start to manifest. You know, you can have joint pain. We will often hear stories about children that start walking and then will give up. And, nice. you know, parents are sort of, you know, totally confused about what's going on. And it's because they have joint pain and it's too painful for them. Uh, to continue to try to walk. And so um, sometimes it's it's diagnosed later in life where, you know, the kids are told they have growing pains and it's, and, you know, they may go, have to go to the doctor a few times before the doctor, you know, maybe does a blood test to figure out what's going on and, and really get the treatment. So it's important to, you know, to, if you're a mom or dad, you know, really listen to your kids and really, you know, be a good advocate for your kid and make sure that they're getting their best care. Well said. Once again, thank you, Nick, so much for bringing us knowledge, education, and information on this important subject for this important month of pain awareness. And as the statistics on the website showed us, 60 million people and probably growing are struggling with arthritis. So the information that you provided today has been extremely helpful. We're going to also put these links on our website and encourage uh, our viewers and listening audience to go to the site and continue to learn more information and reach out because I found it to be very, very helpful. Uh, once again, I appreciate you being a guest on the show. Thank you for taking time to spread such valuable information. And thank you, the viewers and listening audience for tuning in each week to Living Your Life Without Limits. I am grateful and appreciative, and I am here for you, bringing you motivation, education, and information. And remember, family, before I end this subject matter, to love yourself 
And that means if you have arthritis, take care of yourself. Because guess what? You are absolutely worth it. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week.